a listener production. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulukut Wulan clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DNM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to another KickPod episode. Yeah. A special one. It is a special one because we are very, very excited that our book will be landing in a lot of bookstores and shelves. Tomorrow. Today. Tomorrow or today? Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. But unless they've unbacked early. <laughs> Maybe they're excited. You can pre-order it today, but tomorrow is the official launch day. Yes. The book is called You Take Care. And I have to say, talking about the book as like a hard copy in our hands now, it is so special, obviously going through a process of writing, which we'll get into soon. But I think once you do have it in your hands and, you know, this time around, it's like this like big, thick hard copy, beautiful. Thick. No, but it's like this, it's like feels like a very special coffee table book. And I'm so proud of it. And I think the design, I didn't design it. The designers did such a good job. It's beautiful. It is, isn't it? And that, we, we did it like that on purpose because we wanted it to be a guide for anyone. And when, when people are asking us, who is it for? Mm. And, you know, why did you write it? And what is it about? Because there is so much in this book. Mm. There is lessons from us, from experiences we've been through in our 20s. Mm-hmm. There's lessons from all of the experts that we are so lucky to work with, people mm-hmm. that we've come on the podcast that we've spoken to and things, those golden pieces of advice that we're like, goodness me, we wish we knew that. And that's why the way that it's designed is mm-hmm. so you can kind of take anything that you need from it at a time yeah. that you need it and you can find it really easily. And so what you take care is, is lessons in looking after yourself for people in your 20s, mm-hmm. and it's the things and the lessons that we wish we knew for mm-hmm. looking after ourselves and our mind and our body. Yes, and to give you guys an even better idea of what's actually included in the book, some of the things that we cover are under three kind of big pillars, big chapters of the book, and that is mind, body, and connection. So starting with mind, we talk to things like happiness and, you know, kind of letting go of uncontrollables, not letting yesterday define today. I touch on mum guilt. We also have the incredible Dr. Jody Lowinger, who speaks to anxiety and tips to get you through. We speak to recognizing and preventing burnout, which was kind of one of the topics for me that was was really tough, but also really good to write through because it was something that I had gone through at that point. And meditation, which obviously is so important when it comes to looking after our mind. And then in the next chapter, body, we speak about, you know, it's time to stop chasing the perfect body. We talk to body positivity and accepting your body during pregnancy, anti before and after, something that we are really, really strong on here at Kick. So we speak a lot about that and why we are anti before and afters. Food is fuel, not the enemy. We speak to why we don't share day on our plates. Periods, PMS and cravings. We had the awesome Ash Ormond, who is our Kick physio, speak to this. Exercise during pregnancy, speak a lot about motherhood, mental health and exercise and how exercise can benefit pregnancy. And we also get the seven steps, the tips from the incredible Olivia Arizola on getting a better night's sleep. Then we have connection, Connection. such an important part of 
livelihood is like having that human connection. So we speak about finding connection at work, why there are more male than female leaders. Laws, I loved this chapter. You really owned this chapter. How you can be the change in that. We also talked to deprogramming the hustle mindset, not avoiding difficult conversations. And we had the incredible Victoria Divine help us with some incredible insights on, you know, mindset money tips, how to manage your money, understanding your relationship with money. So that is a really, there's a lot of takeaways in that chapter. We spoke about kindness and how it's good for for you as well as the person that you're being kind to. And then a really special chapter, we had the incredible Nicole Maycroft, who is in our team at Kick. You might have heard um, Nick on our podcast before we spoke about miscarriage. Um, So Nick is all about screwing the stigma and getting the taboo away from that topic. And she was so lovely to share a lot of her experience and her story through this, but she also shared some really great takeaways on how to help someone if you know a loved one who has gone through a miscarriage. There was a really great chapter on how you can be there to support and to help, which I think everyone can get some good takeaways from. And also with, with Nick, so she contributed, that was, it was, we were so lucky that she was so generous to, to contribute her story, contribute yeah. that. And also a shout out to Nick because we so could much. not have done this book without her. No. She was our support backbone. Yeah. She kept us like, this is what you're writing. Keep she going was in just, this direction. Nick is just amazing. Yeah. She's actually on Matt Lee right now, which is, we miss her so much. We miss her so but much. she's had a beautiful baby, which is um, so exciting. So that is the it's, summary. It's, it seems like a lot, there doesn't is it? There is a but lot. And there were things I didn't read, by the way. <laughs> there's, there's so much stuff we go through in our 20s. Yeah. And there is no, there's no place. Yeah. Where's all this information? And so yeah. we hope that we got it all yeah. in there for you. You know, what comes up a lot is like how this even came about and how, how it started. Yeah, and it's a, it's a really long process. So it it's is. really interesting. In this, this world we live in now, a lot mm. of the content we make for Kick, uh, personally, it's instant. very quick. Yeah. You know, you, you film it, you edit it, a couple of weeks, it's, it's ready to go. Oh, sometimes it's even like a couple of minutes. Exactly. <laughs> the book process not so much. is not a couple of minutes. No. So the way that it works is, and and for us with this book, this is our second book Mm. and it is with our same publisher. Her name is Jane Morrow from Murdoch Books, who we absolutely love. Mm. And so we wrote our first book with Jane Mm -hmm. and Murdoch and then that was about four years ago now, which is just crazy. It's very different to the first book. The first book book. is very much a guide to your teens. teens. Yeah. And even the way, I mean, obviously we were in a different place when we wrote that, like we were younger as well. So it does talk to that younger audience, but it was also framed a little bit more from like our life story up into that point and those kind of different journeys. And this is absolutely personal, but it's different like lessons and things that have happened and things that we've learned along the way through our own journey or through the people that we've met. Exactly. And so when Jane, for the past four years, since since mm-hmm. that first book, and also this book has one picture in it. Yeah. That book had a <laughs> lot of, of pictures. A lot My mum opened it and she's like, where's all the pictures? And I was like, no, no. no this is a different, this is a different book. And I think it's really beautiful. It's it's an evolution of us yeah. as well, which is, is very, very special. And um, we're really proud of it. Mm. And so we've been kind of going back and forth with Jane for the past almost three years working through if we were to do another book. For us, we wanted to make sure we never, ever, ever want to put anything out to the world that is not going to have an impact on people. And we didn't just want to write a book for the sake of it. And so we spent so much time going back and forth about this book and what meaningful piece of work can we put out into Mm. the world that will help people. Mm. And for us, obviously, we're so passionate about especially helping 
young women and non-binary people feel good in their own skin and mm. know that they are worthy and that their weight is not their worth and we don't need to change ourselves to be enough. And that is something we're very passionate about and that is what is in this book. Yeah. So we started the writing process. It was actually so funny. Mm. We confirmed the book and then you, after you confirm a book, it's kind of like almost a university assignment. Yeah. Or well, in, I a mean, school I assignment. Know, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> where you have a deadline yeah. and you think, oh, I've got plenty yeah, like it of time. it sounds like it's so far away. Yes. Yeah. So then you procrastinate a little bit yeah. because especially with this, something like when you're writing something so personal and something that hopefully can help people through really hard times, yeah. there's a lot of pressure that you put on yourself, right, yeah. to make it perfect. So I actually started, so it was right after Dalton and I got married on our honeymoon and it was, <laughs> it was a great time to write because you're relaxed, you're floating. I was so relaxed. And I did say to him, honey, do you mind if I do this? Because I was on my laptop and I, pr- I obviously promised I wouldn't work on that honeymoon. Yeah. But I saw it as it was the most beautiful, like I, I maybe I wrote for maybe about, I don't know, 15 to 20 hours on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And it was like I was reading a book, but it was like this cathartic experience. I was just about to say, very cathartic. Of putting all of these yeah. words, all of these thoughts in my head mm. and being able to bring them together. And reflect. And, and reflect. Mm. And it was just this beautiful reminder of all the things that we have learnt. Yeah. And so we started in November. Mm-hmm. And then I believe it 2021. was... 2021. 2021. Yeah. 2020. That was like so long ago. And I believe it was due at the start of Feb. So we had about originally four yeah. months to write it, but then we started in November. So yeah. three months. It's funny because when I reflect on that time, like there was a lot of periods where I really struggled to get into that that state that we just spoke about that you kind of need to be in to be able to speak about these things and reflect and be able to put words onto paper and make it make sense. I really struggled a lot during that time. And I think it might have been, I mean, I was also very sleep deprived at this time. Harvey was born in May that year. So I was still in that period of when we first started writing, I was still on mat leave. And then it was like, I was transitioning to just coming back to work. And so I think he was around like six months old when we started and then around nine months old when we finished the book. And so there was like a lot of self-doubt came up throughout writing for me because I think on top of being sleep deprived and like feeling like I couldn't think of the right words or whatever, I just also felt like I was in this phase of my life where I was transitioning. And it was awesome, I think, upon reflection to be able to have that time to speak through some really current things. Like in the book, I speak to returning to work. And I speak to it in a present tense because it was my reality at that time. You know, I don't speak to it as if I know everything and I I know it's all going to work out because that was my truth at that point. And so it's kind of really cool to reflect on that because I know that there was a lot of points where I, I kind of struggled to know what to say. And I think that's okay as well. I think one thing that I worked through when writing this book was kind of backing myself that I actually do have something to say. I do have something important to share. There is a lot that people can take from this. It doesn't have to be perfect. I think that's where I struggled is like for some reason my confidence level when writing this book was so different to when we wrote the first book. I think when we wrote the first book I must have just been on another level of confidence and just felt like yep absolutely everything I have to say is important and I think because I've become more conscious as I've gotten older and you know more empathetic of what everyone else in the world is going through I think I just put a whole lot of pressure on like is what I have to say even important? Is what I have to say the right thing to say. And I put all this pressure on myself. But as I worked through, luckily I worked through it before it was due and everything. And it was all fine, guys. Like I worked through it before. But the initial starting point, I really struggled. And I think something that 
helped me a lot in that period was you were flowing like with your writing. You were in a really good place. Mm. And at first I did fall into the comparison trap, which again, we talked to in the book because I was like, oh no, like Laura's nailing it. And then I would start to compare my writing had to remind we myself write, we have a very different writing style. Such a, but that's okay. And yeah, that I mean, is we, we every part of the book, it says if Laura wrote it or Stephanie wrote Totally. If, <laughs> if I wrote it or you wrote it. And it's, <laughs> I think that's what makes it really totally. special. And it's why we didn't write it alone. No, exactly, exactly. But because I was feeling that self-doubt at the mm. start, of course, that's, that's where you fall into that comparison trap is when you're feeling really vulnerable and you're doubting yourself. But I think what was really special is you wrote the chapter on confidence and your confidence has gone through a huge transformation over the last couple of years. And it was really, really special as your best friend to read how you were feeling about that. And then I think literally real time reading what you were writing <laughs> helped me get through writing. <laughs> so it's really nice. Oh, I didn't know that. You never told me that. Yeah. That's really special. And, and I think confidence is, it, it's, it is a journey. And yeah. I think that's why with this book, and as we spoke about before, why it's kind of written and presented the yeah. way it is, is because with things like confidence, you don't get Come to a point. To we always yeah. speak about this. You don't get to a point where you're like, I'm done. No. I am ready. And we it's didn't ebbs write and flows. 100%. And we didn't write this book as like experts in every area. That's like, we've, we've topped it. We know what we're doing in life and we've got it all sorted. So listen to us. It wasn't like that. It was, we've experienced a lot. We too go through these struggles. This is what helps us. This is what we've learned. And we will be revisiting this book as much as the readers will be. And I would love to know, Steffi, what was your kind of the chapter that you wrote or the part that you wrote that meant the most to you or that you felt the most connection with? Uh, I think because it was my reality at the time and consuming the most part of my life, like any time I touched on pregnancy and motherhood felt really special to write on. I remember when I was pregnant, I started to write little journal entries those journal entries aren't in this book. However, those journal entries really helped me in writing some of the chapters around pregnancy and stuff because it was quite funny to reflect on the different changes that were happening in my body, mentally and physically, and then to be able to kind of take some of those memories and put them um, into this for some kind of takeaways in the book. So I think any time I got to touch on that felt really special and really raw. And again, any time I was reading something that you might have written, it, it, it sparked something in me, whether that be like inspiration or encouragement or an actual memory, because I might have been there for that moment. And that was really special too. So I think it was just overall, the collaborative kind of effort that this book was felt really special. <laughs> what about you? I, I think, the, I mean, obviously the, the collaborative approach, it's so special to write a yeah. book together. Mm. For me, I think it was, it's that confidence chapter you spoke yeah. about, because there's themes of confidence throughout the whole totally. book. Yeah. But and the other thing, we also spoke about kind of things that stop the barriers for confidence in terms of fear, shame, and not trying things again because we are living in this kind of with shame over our heads yeah. for something that's happened. And for me, that was really important to write about. And I felt very kind of passionate. And that was the part that was slowing for me because I had just been through, uh, maybe not just, but, you know, a year before a time in 2020 when I had that super low mm. confidence time where it was the lowest my confidence has ever been in my whole life. Like I literally was at a point where I was like, I'm going to go back to uni you and start literally another everything. career. Everything you did. this is not, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I have yeah. no experience. Uh, I can't, I have no good ideas. I'm so lost yeah. and I felt so stupid, really, if I was going to say, oh, everything I did. And, and an example of that is with shame is, for example, with me, maybe I put an idea forward and it got shut down. Shut down. Mm. In that instance, I then take that because I'm in this shame mindset and I say, 
my idea was shut down because of me. Yeah. I am the problem and I don't consider any other yeah. factor around yeah. that. It could be that the person you took everything that I was, personally. Exactly right. Yeah. But, and it's not, and you, you need to separate totally. the idea from you. Yeah. Like you are not dumb. I'm not stupid. No. But that, that's exactly where I went. It was like, I'm stupid. I'm not good enough. I need to go do something else. Yeah. Yeah. And so because that was such a hard time for me and because I'm usually such a motivated and driven person, yeah. I hadn't felt that way before and navigating that was really hard. Mm. But getting through it and, you know, feeling back to myself, I just want to, sh- I really just wanted to yeah. share everything that I kind of yeah, experienced that. through that. And again, it's not every journey with confidence is different. And what works for me is not necessarily going to work for everyone, right? Mm. But it is something that people always ask, like, how, how did you overcome that time? And I couldn't really write it in one paragraph. You know, it's, it's kind so of many, through, the, through the book. Yeah. And there's so many things that, that come into it. But I think that for me was... Because you, you come know, out the other end. I exactly, think. exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And, I, and I knew that you... I, like, I knew yeah. that I, I got through that. So can other people. Yeah. And that was really important to share. Mm. Oh, I could feel that. So outside of the hard copy of the book, we also have an audio book coming. Did you find it funny to go through that process? Yeah, yes. It was, like you'd think as people who podcast every week, you it's know. It's very different. It's very different. You have to pace yourself, speak like in a particular tone and say the correct words, mind you, which like my vocabulary, it's not shocking, but it's also not incredible. But obviously through writing, you read it so many times, you edit it yourself and then you have editors look over it. So there are certain things that like, I may not say out loud, but I've written in a way that makes sense in a book. Do you know what I mean? So yes. when I was reading it, I was like, wow, I sound like my mum. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it out loud, yes. Because when you write something out, when you then read it out, it's, yeah. it is like, oh. Yeah. It was a really cool process though. Um, but yes, it is, it's going to be out in about a month or so. We'll let you guys know when that is available. But it's made me giggle, right? Because I don't know if you've seen Laws, but it's all over my TikTok. And I don't know if it's because I've started to really entertain it and, you know, watch many of them and I find it hilarious. So it just keeps popping up. But Prince Harry's book, Spare, has come out and there's an audio book to it. Big anticipation. Maybe a little bit more anticipation for Harry's book than ours. Oh, but just. I'm definitely not just. comparing. Oh, all no, I'm saying. I would like that. <laughs> we, we are, we've come out in the same two months. That is, it's a good time for books to come out. I'm just saying what I noticed through doing the audiobook part, right? This was after the fact that the books had been printed. Yes. Like that was done. You can't go back because that's the the thing. So we finished our book, writing our book. It was, as we said, due in, then you go through, due in Feb, you go through the editing process. Then you go through design. I reckon August, I I believe it was the end of August. It was like, it was done. No more changes. changes. It is sent off and it is printed. Yeah. And then we recorded. So you can't change anything. No, you can't. And we actually already had physical copies in our hands. So we're like, they were were done, 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 done. Anyway, so as we were recording this, the audio book, there might have been like one little thing. And I, and she said at the time, like, oh, well, it's in there. So that's what we're reading. And that's fine. It made me giggle. But then this trend came out where everyone's sharing like funny bits in. He's very, very open in his book, which we can all appreciate. Yes. But this one particularly, I just need you guys to to hear it. Because, Laws, I believe you haven't heard this. No. <laughs> My penis was oscillating to an extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. I've been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She'd urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. My mum used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my todger? I found a tube, and the minute I opened it, the smell transported me through time. I felt as if my mother was right there in the room. 
And I took a smidge and applied it down there. <laughs> okay, so why didn't you give a warning? <laughs> I suppose you don't get a warning on but TikTok, do you? Can I just say, like, you don't, you don't, right? But so the people, their TikToks are like oh, as if they were God. listening to the audio book and like enjoying the story or whatever. And then that part comes up and they're like, <laughs> wait, what? Where was the warning? <laughs> so what made me laugh is like, surely when he was reading it out loud, he started to think, hmm. Maybe we can leave this part out. I understand it's in the book. Of the Do we have to put it in the audio book? And maybe as Prince Harry, like he, he has committed. those kind of options. Yeah, but true, because we didn't. It, we, we, I'm not yeah. saying, you know, they were like, you have to do what we say. No, but no, like, you have to read the book. He's Prince Harry. Like, surely Prince there's Harry. some like flexibility or whatever. But he, he committed. He committed. And, and you it know went what? Out there. It's one of those things. Because when we say we were reading things and we were like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, I hate what I wrote. No. It was that things, some, when you write something out yeah. it, that's very personal, because obviously yeah. this book is very personal, just as Prince Harry's yeah. was. Again, they are under yeah. the same two mountains, very yeah. similar. <laughs> I know. We haven't left the royal family. <laughs> uh, but writing something very personal out is very different yeah. to, reading to reading it out because then it's like, oh. As you were saying that, Laws, about like parts of the book when we were doing the audio and like that were funny to read. So for me, two stand out. One is like so funny to me because I've spoken about it on this podcast. So it's like I'm not private about it. I always share a little bit TMI. And it was one of the changes that my body went through through pregnancy. Oh my God, was when it I growing got... hairs on your bum? Yes. <laughs> but it, it felt so different reading that out and like, you know, being in a little audio booth and recording myself reading that story of like finding a hair on my bum rather than sharing it on this podcast, it just felt so different. And then outside of that, obviously, there was like, as we've mentioned, there's takeaways from some experts. And when I was reading stuff about periods from Ash, which was fantastically written, I was like, I need to go back to school and study health because there's so many words I can't pronounce. I, I obviously, we, we worked out and I pronounced them all correctly. But like, <laughs> I was really like, whoa, I, I need to learn more. <laughs> no, no because it was just it. like, it's one of those things, like we all have periods. Yes. And this book will teach you a little bit more. You should know about them. Because yeah. <laughs> when I was reading it, I was like, whoa. I love it. Yeah. And I look forward to Prince Harry's TikTok um, <laughs> sounds coming up on my feet. And I also look forward to, I hope that you... Enjoy this book, and if you get it, you, as Seth said, you can pre-order it. But it is available yeah. in all bookstores. The book should be there, which is so exciting. Mm. From tomorrow, we hope you love it. We hope that you can take something from it. And if you need to get through a tough time or support in an area, we hope that there is something in there to help you through. What is it time for? What is it time for? Special share. Lawsy, what have you got for Steffi, us? mine is a different type of special share today. I know what it's Not, oh, wait, what do you think it's going to be? Just watch the tennis. Oh. <laughs> Anytime there's like a big kind of sporting thing on, it's like, watch the Olympics. Oh, yeah, during the Olympics, I was watch like, you may have heard of it. So it's I don't know Olympics. if you have, no. though, yeah, yeah. the Olympics. Yeah, no. yeah. So, yes, you know what? I was, I was about to say this is not, my special share is not something that you can consume, but you're right. You can. It is the Australian Open. Yeah. But it's actually something that, and I feel like it really comes into the theme of our book, really, okay. yep. and this episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Last night, when I didn't watch the match, so I feel like I was... You're cheating this. I was cheating this. So when okay. I got home, yeah. I the TV was on, Dalton was watching the tennis, yeah. and Alexi Popperin had just won. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. an Australian tennis player. Mm -hmm. I haven't actually seen him on our screens He's before. quite young, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Yes, he's quite young. 
And it was very, very special to watch his interview because what he said was that he was he got emotional and when someone gets emotional after they played sport, I am emotional. You get emotional, yeah. And what he spoke to was last year he had one of his hardest years ever because he hardly won any games. Then this year he has already, and it is only Jan, won more games than he won last year mm-hmm. and he just won a game that was very difficult and I think a lot of people said that he couldn't win. And it was so special to watch because I think so often we allow our past experiences Mm. or a performance on a certain day define what we can achieve in the future. That's literally in the book. Like, don't let yesterday define today. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just, it was such a, it was just so special to see that. It was like Mm. he could have, at the end of last year, let his, and he did a lot of work on his, obviously, physical uh, fitness and everything over the break. Or they didn't have a break, their (laughs) pre-season. Yeah. And But he also put a lot of work into his mind. Oh, and 100%. it just was such a good reminder of the power of our mind and also that you he could have let last year define the rest of his career and he chose to change it. And I just thought it was so powerful. That is powerful. Thank you for sharing. What I'll be sure you? to watch the tennis and watch oh. him <laughs> thrive. Um, so my special share is actually Ginny and Georgia. The new season <gasps> is out on Netflix. Yeah. <gasps> And I really liked it. I feel like Ginny and Georgia, when I first put it on, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get into this. And then I got really into it. And I just find it so easy to watch and entertaining. Now, this season, I feel like um, I would quickly, definitely... What season is it up to? Two I or three? I think it's two. two. I think it's just okay. two. Okay. Um, I definitely want to put a trigger warning if you're thinking about watching it. There are definitely elements of like self-harm and that sort of thing. And so it's not... It's not like easy to watch as, uh, I'm trying to think of something like Friends. It's yes. it's not like that. It's um, a little deeper than that. But throughout it, there are also really, really lovely parts and funny parts. And the characters are all great. All the actors are awesome. And I'm just a sucker for that kind of like high school storyline matched with like adult drama at the same time. I don't know what it is, but I just, I love that. And so I'm, I'm really enjoying this new season. I haven't finished it. But I'm watching it. It's one of those ones that, like, as soon as I have time, I'm like, oh, I'm going to put another episode on. I've got a layer of your to layer onto that recommendation. Mm. So I loved Ginny and George mm. the first. Or I can't. I don't know if there's been two or three seasons, but anyway, yeah, just the latest the season, season the, yeah, the last season. Really loved it. Mm. It was really excited for it to come out. Mm. Watched the first episode, and I was like. I have no idea what who the characters are. Oh, I know Ginny and Georgia. Georgia. My memory is That's shocking. Horrific. <laughs> I can't even explain. Like every time this happens, a new season comes yeah. out. It's been a while. I can spend like a year. It's been a but while. But I truly have yeah. got no clue apart from the fact that they're mother and daughter. <gasps> wow. About anything you else. Need to go so and I need watch, like, to go last watch two the last episodes. episodes. So if, yeah. you, if you're like a bit of a goldfish with, with <laughs> watching uh, one season into the other, I would recommend because I did not enjoy the first two episodes, mainly because I had no idea what was going on. I feel like that's always good to do anyway. It's like when a new movie comes out, like a sequel movie, it's always nice to watch at least the end of the, the movie before it. But yes, highly recommend. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. I'm going to, now I'm reminded that I should go back and watch yeah. those two things and you can find that on Netflix. <laughs> yes, you can. And speaking about our book, all, all this episode, <laughs> we do want to mention as well, we will be doing a book tour. So keep an eye out on our socials for where and when. We cannot wait to meet you guys and share this book with you and see it in your hands. It's so special. So do keep an eye out for that if that's something you're interested in. Yeah. And if you want to find out more about Geek, you can on our website, keepacleanart.com. Or you can find us on the App Store and on the Google Play Store. We've got a seven-day free trial. 
Can you tell I'm busting to go to the bathroom? I was going to say, we're singing the outro now. Because I'm like, oh, I need to go. Uh, and you can find us on social media at mm-hmm. Keeper Cleaner, at Steph Claire Smith, at Laura.Henshaw. That's on IG, Instagram. <laughs> IG. <laughs> IG. And we're also on TikTok at Kick. Mm. And we will chat to you on Wednesday. Bye. 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 